0: Hey guys, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. Uh, I'm coming to you today uh, from the Chambers in town. High Street Chambers. High Street Chambers in town. We, we're recording in so many amazing locations lately. I'm I'm so happy to just be travelling and doing stuff again. I was just sat in Daily Brews and I was just watching the market all being put up and yeah. people hustle and bustle. And I was thinking... This was a. This was being attacked not long ago. We, we, we before we weren't going to see this again. So mm. it was really nice to see. And today I'm very, very pleased to be joined with our our mayor. Hello. How, how's it going, Julian? You good? Yeah, I'm well. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to make. Um, a tradition of the mayor coming on the show, so we can get to know the mayor. Yeah. um and of course, um, the, the last mayor was was, was only mayor for a short while, so we didn't have time to get her on. Mm. Phil Gillum came on the show, um, but yes, I'm presenting Julian Dean our mayor. So, how has it been for you since you you become the mayor? Because it's only been a short while, isn't it?
1: It's only been um, where are we now? Uh, towards the yeah, it's the beginning of July, isn't it? So, so nearly two months. Yeah. Um, and it's it's still relatively quiet. There's not so much happening, obviously. Um, you know, we're not out of lockdown yet. No. And um, but it's no, it's been nice. I think the thing. You know, I was nervous about it to be honest with you. Um, so, for example, I uh, I, I, I'm, I don't have a religious body in my body, but I've done one church service already, and that mm-hmm. was actually lovely. It was um, it was up at St George's, which is in my ward where I'm a councillor, and the local vicar there, Tim, I already knew. And he was very welcoming, and um, it was really interesting. Actually, interesting service. It was a one hundred year celebration of the local uh, Royal British Legion branch. Um, so that was that was that was nice. And and generally, I'm just sort of getting out and meeting a few people and just having nice
0: conversations, and that, yes. that's
1: just really interesting.
0: Um. I mean, of course, I mean I speak to Phil, he was very much the same. He's like the, the the becoming of mayor ceremony is such a nice thing to be a part of. And that's all for you. It's almost like a wedding day for you, you know, you, you become the mayor and all this all the noise and the, the it's all for you. Uh, was that quite daunting for you?
1: It, it was a but again it was a very scaled down thing this time. Of course, so yeah. it was all in we, we 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 did the um the mayor making as it's called
0: in The Mayor making, yeah. Beg your it, pardon. Uh, that's all
1: right. In in um in Theatre 7, in the, in the, I forgot what it's called, in the smaller theatre, um, but we were all spread out around the whole room and we all had screens between us and so there was a very, you know, there was, uh, normally you'd get some of the other ex-mayors would be in there and we'd all be dressed up and so that didn't happen, so it was just me and the new deputy mayor who, who actually got dressed up and, and came in and, and, you know, signed bits and pieces and, and read um, declarations and little speeches and Phil very kindly did the proposal speech for me, which
0: was which was lovely. Um yeah, good, so, so it was nice
1: but, but but it was definitely
0: low key in comparison to previous years. Yeah. I mean uh, it must be like oh why this year? <laughs> <laughs> of all time, why this year? I want to, you know, if I became mayor, I'm just saying, like, if, if, in the future, I, I want it all. I want, all. <laughs> I, I want the whole ceremony. I, I want bugles. I want red carpet. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, of course, of course, I'm joking. Um, but before we go into sort of like you become the mayor, because I, I have got a few questions for you, yeah. um, I'd like to find out a bit about you. Yeah. Um, so, where do you begin? Where, where, where do you hail from? Are you, where do from? I begin? Okay. So, I was actually born in Hackney in
1: London. But I grew up in Bridge North. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, I think my parents moved out of London pretty quickly. And then we spent, I think, probably about a year and a half in Wolverhampton, where my brother was born. And then we shifted over to Bridge North. And so I went to primary school in Bridge North. Um, but I actually went to secondary school in Telford, because both my parents were teachers. And this was in the 70s, when Bridge North was still uh, doing the 11-plus and my parents were very committed to comprehensive education and so they didn't want me to do the 11 plus, they wanted me to go to a comprehensive school. So I actually went to Major Court in the 70s. Oh wow. And um, actually, I've got a lot of positive stuff to say about that, not, not everybody does, but I had a really good experience and in particular, it had a remarkable music department, really fantastic, um, but at the same time, oh Going very loud airplane. Yeah, quite interesting what it is huh? Yeah. um so yeah so at the same time i was sort of i was always interested in politics and, hence you know ended up as a councillor but there was those two things music and politics were always sort of competing for me so my experience in bridge north was was that uh, even even as i was going to secondary school i sort of was a bit involved in the bridge north sort of music scene or or art scene i suppose i there was this fantastic um Sort of rock club. It was it was organised like a folk club, but it was playing rock stuff, and it was on at the theatre on the steps
0: in the. Imagine a bit, a bit like George McFly. I guess you weren't ready for that yet. Yeah. 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 You
1: know, People just turned up and played, and, and I ended up in a band out of that as a teenager. Wow. So that was fantastic, and you know, so I was doing all the sort of traditional school music stuff. So I was in not in the top symphony orchestra ever, I'm afraid. I, I, <laughs> no, I did play with it once because I was one of the few saxophone players in the county at the time. Um, but generally, I was in the sort of concert band. And, but I was also sort of doing Telford Youth Jazz Orchestra and I was sort of leader, lead alto for that, alto sax, which is sort of traditionally the lead uh, leader of the band. And um, I was, yeah, playing in bands in Bridge North. So I was in this band called Roll Up Rock with some, with a couple who ran it, lived in Leighton. Okay, so that was all Bridge North. And then I went off to university in London. So I went down to London in 1980 and um, did a degree in, politics and history so you know it was always it was always tough for me to decide which way to go music or politics
0: but that was the way I ended up going from music to politics that's interesting
1: yeah but it was always both for me you know so so um yeah so I went to London and did my degree and stayed and worked in uh first of all in Camden Council and then in Newham Council and those were sort of jobs in in housing related stuff so I was in Newham as a homeless persons officer and I, I, the story I always tell about that is that when I first got the job, it was about rehousing homeless families. And by the time I finished, if I'm honest, the job had become find an excuse not to rehouse the homeless family. And it was horrible and I hated it. So oh, I got it. out. And I retrained to, yeah, we were declaring people what's called intentionally homeless, which was just an appalling thing to do, in my opinion. Um, because it was often because people... This was at a time when, when interest rates were shooting through the roof and people couldn't afford their mortgages. Mm-hmm. And they were getting declared intentionally homeless for it. And therefore only getting temporary accommodation rather than getting properly rehoused in, in council homes. So I so I got out of that, retrained. And then this was my return to, to, to music, actually. I retrained to teach music. Actually, I went... I sort of dropped... I name dropped because Maidley Court had this really interesting music department in the 70s at school. Um, I knew that the, the teacher training college would have heard of it. So I said, oh, yeah, no, because I didn't have a music degree. But I said, no, I went to Maidley Court. And they said, oh, that's really interesting. Come and we'd love to meet you. So I went in and managed to wangle my way in to teach music, to, to, nice. to train. And then I taught in London schools for 10 years. I taught in um, in Hackney, First of all, and then in Islington, in but you know people think I think round here people probably think Islington is all sort of shushy and trendy. Actually, South Islington is all council estates, mm. and that was where the school I was. So it was it was a was tough a challenging, school, challenging I imagine. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it was great actually. I really did really did enjoy it. Um, and uh, yeah, so and then in I had a son. So me and my then partner we had a we had a son Rufus, and um, I think then we started finding ourselves sort of. Finding London a bit tough going, oh, yeah. and um, so we started thinking about moving out and, and coming back to Shropshire was always an option because my dad was still here. He'd moved to Shrewsbury by now from Bridge North, um, but actually we went to Brighton for. Uh, but we only did twelve weeks. It, was, it all went. It all went. It all went really badly wrong. But I I'm went, sure Brighton's a lovely that. place. I'm I, sure I it is, love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. But it, but our experience of it didn't work. So yeah. so we ended up in Shropshire. We ended up going back to Plan A. Came up to Shropshire actually lived in Leighton on the builders road with this with with Mary who was by now she'd lost her husband and she she was the I was in the band with her in the 70s so it was okay. all you know circles Looking coming back, around yeah. yeah so ended up there and then brewery then we sort of found our own place in Colbrookdale, which was I mean I love Colbrookdale. that was great then sadly we split up and I came over to Shrewsbury Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and I had my own place in Shrewsbury and then got together with a new partner, Debbie, and that's
0: that's great, um, but we've moved slightly. So, yeah, so I'm in Shrewsbury now. Wow. That was so long. It's really interesting, though, because, I mean, I do speak to a lot of people that, you know, move from sort of Shropshire, a Shropshire background. Yeah to the hustle and bustle of the city. Yeah. And they just somehow end up back in Shropshire. It's just very interesting how that... Whether, whether it was meant to... Whether you're meant to come back or not, it's, it's, it's very interesting. It really is. I mean... Um, I was, I was I started off in Telford, Wrexham, Telford. And then Shrewsbury was just one of the most amazing places I'd ever been to. And I wanted to bring yeah. my child somewhere where I thought he'd get, a, get yeah. a great upbringing. So I came here and I've loved every single day I've lived in Shrewsbury, honestly. Yeah. I, I was walking up today. I'm carrying a bag that's like 20 kilos with uh, massive weights and um, microphones and stuff. And it's not bothering me because I'm looking up and I'm like, this place is just stunning. You Absolutely.
1: Know? I mean, it's, it, it is that business about it being... Just the right size. It's walkable. I mean, not you know, not from not from every part. Shrewsbury, obviously, it's, it's you know. But but I'm lucky enough to live close enough to the centre that I can walk in or cycle yeah, in. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's yeah, it's and it's beautiful. Absolutely. I mean, the Quarry Park is just ridiculous. You know, when you when you you get used to it because you live here, but you have to remind yourself that it is just you know a ludicrously pretty park, yes. town park. You know. Yeah. And then the buildings in town, you know, you, you know that you've got so much history in the buildings in town, it is really attractive. But you know, I I, I do miss London. I do miss that hustle and bustle. Mm. I miss the diversity. You know, I think it's I think it's a great city. Um, yeah, I feel.
0: I don't think I. I don't know. I, I suppose you don't know until you live in a city whether you could deal with it or not. Yeah. I never have. You know. Um. Lived in big towns. Okay, yeah, so. yeah. Um. I, I tell you what. No, I do actually miss. I miss Bellevue. I lived in Bellevue, and I'm not saying that's a big city, but it's, as compared to where I'm now in certain Grange, there was there was the traffic and the noise, and there was yeah. a bit of hustle and bustle there. You know, it's yeah. quite nice. I miss that. Um. So like with this beautiful town that we've got now, the the buildings and the, it's got a lot of prestige about it. So becoming the mayor of this town, yeah, does that add a lot of pressure to you, or were you just excitement? That's interesting. It d-
1: didn't feel like pressure. It felt—I mean—I was nervous. I was nervous. Uh, mm-hmm. Still am a bit nervous about it because um, because you're going to be in—you know—because it's new. Because you're going to be having all sorts of experiences you wouldn't normally have. Because you're going to be mixing with oh, some of the sort of you know some of the, the the more senior members of the town, if you like, some of the mm-hmm. more you know the the shrews sort of, of biscuit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's, that's not my circle, you know. I've had to sort out my suits, you know, a little bit. Although, actually, they're all from charity shops. But, uh, nice. I'm very, I'm very I pleased really, really like that. Like we have that. some great charity shops, as long with, along with with other good shops. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit nervous. But in terms, I suppose, no, I didn't feel pressure in terms of the, the nature of the town. Um, but it is... It is you know it, it's it's a cliche but it is an honor absolutely yes because and and you do have to sort of bear in mind that you're representing the whole town so obviously I've got my own opinions about all sorts of things otherwise I wouldn't have ended up in politics mm-hmm. but I've got to sort of just take it take into account that that's not what I'm there for as the mayor I'm there to to represent the town
0: yes of course and you know it is a great town I, I think I'd find myself looking back at like book of mayors or something and just finding pictures of mayors of years gone by but like I've this is what he did, and this is what he did. This is yeah. how he dressed. You know, have you found yourself looking back at past mayors and what they did and what they represented?
1: No, I'm afraid not. No,
0: no. I, I'm. I'm very aware of
1: Phil because yes. I think why. Why is that? I suppose because maybe I was beginning to think about you know standing for mayor at some stage by that stage and i was just you know enjoying what he what he came up with his his, his love of the beatles came through he did a beatles oh, weekend he, shout you know, out to tim king him. i think, him. I think him. he jumped out of a plane as well which i'm not gonna do i'm sorry that's no. that's not me no, <laughs> no i mean i have you know i have got a couple of initi- initiatives but they're yeah they're more about getting other people to do stuff than me doing so things. let's talk about that as your initiatives yeah. what are you thinking so so well come back to music then so i think one of the things that's been really hard for the last you know year and a half through through the pandemic has has been the the lack of light music and musicians themselves have just had absolutely nowhere to play you know they haven't even got to rehearse together you know and mm-hmm. so it's been it's been really really tough and so I want to celebrate the return of live music when we finally get there. So I've got, I've got a, that, That's going to be a sort of two-part thing. Part the first bit is is um, the idea is a, is a photo shoot, and this this is loosely based on this fantastic photograph. Uh, from 1958 in Harlem in New York it's uh, it gets called a great day out in Harlem and it was a it's a it's this amazing shot outside one of those sort of classic brownstones in 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 Harlem of all the jazz musicians um, of the time and and you know 1958 anybody who knows jazz history it's it's a pretty special time of
0: it's the pinnacle yeah it's just
1: incredible so there's all these amazing people gathered outside this building. But but there's been a documentary about it and there's all sorts of lovely photographs of them sort of getting together and being gathered and all that. So I want to do something a bit like that, get all the Shrewsbury musicians together that I can. Mm. Um, we've got a couple of venue ideas um, for where to do the, the the shot. But, you know, it's now... 2021. So it won't just be a, a single photograph. We'll do some video shots. we we'll, I've got somebody involved who's uh, going to do some drone shots. Hopefully, yeah. Um, you know, so yeah. so it could be it could be really fun. Um, and, and then on the back of that, I'm hoping to get as many venues as possible to put on some live music on one night. So we'll identify a night. And um, I will be just simply encouraging like an Edinburgh
0: type festival
1: type vibe, a or bit like did, that, yeah, where yeah. you just wander around and see tons and tons of live music. But nice. I, I want you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be setting up all of that. Although I've got Chris Quinn is is, is volunteering to help me with that. Who's a fantastic local musician, so he's going to oh. help pair up the musicians with the venues. And I am going to be saying to the venues, you know, please pay the musicians. This is this is. Um, this is about Supporting the musicians this, yeah, yeah. as much as about the music because they're the ones who've been having a tough time. But there will also be a sort of a charity element. So, um, because Lingen and Davis is uh, my chosen charity, they will then, once we've got these, uh, these venues listed, they will then go back to the venues and say, okay, you can also support us by adding a pound to the pint. Whatever yeah, it yeah, is, or yeah, to one of yeah. your one of your things on your menu or something,
0: they they know what they're doing with all that, and they they're keen to sort of to, to may I ask way. a personal question, and this is yeah. for my own reasons really. Why did Why and Davis? Um,
1: why Lincoln? Because um, I was I had some personal experience with them. My dad died of prostate cancer mm-hmm. about uh, eleven years ago, I think, okay. now. and um, and yeah, he he actually. He, the collection at his funeral was split to, and half of it went to them. So he'd obviously valued some of the care that they provided yeah. and some of the resources they provided at the, at the, in terms of cancer care at, at the Royal Shrewsbury Hospital where he spent some of his time. Um, and I still got... you know, I remember that I took the money along to and davis you know, after, after the funeral and um, when you sort of give them a chunk of money, I don't know if they still do the same thing, but I, I, they gave me a, a voucher for a rose... Um, from one of the big rose growers in in North Shropshire. I can't remember exactly where. So I went. So I've still got that rose plant in, in my garden. So it's oh, that's it, that's a nice memorial really for nice. my dad. So that was that was the reason I chose I chose them.
0: Uh, the reason I asked is oh, that my I've chosen them to I've chosen them as a charity to help with a, an event I'm running. Oh right. Um, what's the date? Uh, thinking can i mention the name i'll mention it and then I've, what i've done is i've been talking about this thing and then bleeping out the name because we haven't released it yet but we're doing a thing called pod aid oh, in yeah. september we're a 24-hour long podcast oh yeah
1: you yeah you mentioned this to me yeah yeah probably.
0: so yeah. lingo davis and anyway that's great <laughs> live music though is um i think that's it's such a noble cause because I feel like there could be a generation of artists either lost or changed forever Mm, with what's going on with with COVID at the moment. So going out there and supporting the people that can inspire the next generation of artists, I think this is hugely important. And I'd love to help out if there's any way we can genuinely... I don't think i do enough for like unsigned... Bands and artists yeah, yeah, around here. Yeah. So I feel like if there's any bands out there, um, Neville Street inv- invited me to um, a gig at the old post office um, last week, I believe it was, and I couldn't go because I was on the radio after my radio show. And I was like, I'm sorry. I can't do Thursday nights, guys, ever. I'm on the radio <laughs> for three hours. So I can't do it. <clears throat> <laughs> so yeah, when, when do you reckon you're going to get this? I'm hoping it'll be September. September. I mean, you know, realistically,
1: it, 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 had we decided to do it in July, we'd have got. Shut down again, so that I'm glad we didn't do that. And then mm. August is, you know, just, just avoid the 29th
0: because I got some musicians coming for my, right, okay. my podcast. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we'd love to be involved, so I'd love to do that. Um, well, Music is, is really is a really good thing, and I, I guess coming to Shrewsbury, with your background of working with the homeless as well. I mean, I'm sorry to throw this at you. Yeah. And you're not here as a political figure more of a um the the mayor, mayor's yeah. role. But shrewsbury has got a terrible problem at the moment. Um and I know there's a lot of support out there, especially with um, yeah. um the you know during lockdown um yeah. there was lots of help for him. Is there any way that you feel you could possibly help out?
1: I'm, I. I think I think the you know that what what we've seen in the last year is that it is quite possible to to get uh, street homeless people into oh, the accommodation. Prince Rupert did it in one swoop, didn't they? Exactly, you know. and and so you just wonder, well, if it, if it's possible, why isn't it always being done? So I just think it's, you know, I think it's down to, you know, it's clearly about a combination of different services because because the people involved often have sort of multiple difficulties of, of one sort or another. It's not just about not having a home. Often it's about addiction and all sorts of other things and mental health issues. Um, so, so all of that, so all of those services need to be brought together. But the other thing that, that's been interesting about the the COVID experience is that services have worked together in, in new ways. I was you know, when I had my second jab, it was interesting that the place, you know, the place is clearly being staffed by um, by NHS staff, but actually the, the logistics, if I, if you like, was run by, by somebody who works for Shropshire Council and then and then a lot of the people there were volunteers so all these people have come together yes. so so we've 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 shown a bit more flexibility and a bit more imagination in the way we do things and i think that can be applied to street homelessness as well so in terms of my personal involvement you know i mean my you know my old job was not about street homelessness it was a very different sort of role so i'm not claiming any great skills in that area and any great knowledge about about exactly what needs to be done Although I do think, you know, I do have to give a shout out to the Prince Rupert Hotel because I think that is just phenomenal what they did, did, you um, know, this year to,
0: to support and the volunteers that. as well, the, uh, yeah. the, um, the, the vaccination clinics, you know, an amazing fact, uh, like array of, of, of volunteers as well. My wife went to get hurt on and Simon Bell a well, renowned author around here was like, hello, yeah. Mrs. Whiteley. He, she, he recognized her and she recognized him and, uh, he's got the husky voice. He's like, oh, you're the wife of the biscuit guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> he volunteered. Great, great show. Um, so, uh, what's your diary looking like then? I, I imagine I know you, everything's scaled back. With it is
1: still, it is still fairly quiet. So, what I've, you know, I can't remember exactly how many I've done, if you like, in terms of events. I've, I've probably done six or seven. Um, I've got, I've only got one next week, you know. But that's, oh wow! That's, you know, but that's okay. That's you know, I'm sure it will pick up. Uh, yeah. So. Can I plug next week's? Yes, so just please do. You can plug. So next you like, week, huh? I'm I'm meeting the the people who do the Shrewsbury canoe hire. Um, but the reason I'm going along is because they're now launching an electric bike hire. Scheme. Ah, okay, and that's very exciting. You know, for me as a green mayor, green councillor, yeah. I'm, I'm very keen on that. So, and also I'm very keen because I'm actually going to buy myself an electric bike. But I've only ever been on one, so I want to give it a try. So t- Tuesday morning, one
0: pedal um, and you're going 20 mile an hour. Well, oh my god! I don't quite that, but yeah. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: So Tuesday morning, I'll go and um, go and sort of celebrate them launching their pedal, their, their electric bike hire, and mm. have a little go. So that's next week's. Yeah
0: oh cool that's really cool i have spoken to them it's very hard to pin them down because they're like yeah we run boats and stuff we're driving and <laughs> doing stuff so trying to get them in, in a situation where they can i can shove a microphone in the face is very difficult But we yeah. are in talks to them because they've got this amazing trip thing that they're doing it is a, 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 like where you can go and disappear for two days and i on a on a, on a wow. canoe or a kayak amazing amazing stuff um yeah, I imagine I imagine it will pick up soon. Yeah, I mean when the yeah. events start going on, is, is it a case of let's have a look and see what's going on. Hello, I'm the mayor. Can I come along today, or, or do you have to wait for an invite? How does that work?
1: It's a bit of both, I suppose. I mean, most of it is is invitations, and a lot of it is sort of you know things that that happen on an annual basis. So you know, remembrance service and all, mm-hmm. all those sorts of things. You know, so there's, there's some which you you know will happen. But then there are other things where, I mean, for example, that one that, you know, I think I, I just saw the guy out trying out one of his electric bikes and I'd heard that they were doing it and I said, oh, I'd love to, I'd love to celebrate that for you. You know, as, now that I'm mayor, because it's, you know, something that yeah. I, I think is a really important part of how we, how we transform the way we move about. So, so that was, that was probably my initiative, which that's why I'm out there with that one. So there's been a few like that. There's a, there's a couple of other things coming up. There's a guy who's organizing a men's shed. And he's—I can't remember how that was. I think he contacted me actually, but he—we were already in touch, sort of on Twitter. So yeah, you're, you're looking curious. So men's shed is—it's it, a—it's a—it's a sort of support mechanism for often, you know blokes who are you know a bit older and perhaps lonely and perhaps okay. struggling in life like a youth um, club but for
0: older people that's
1: a re- really good way of putting it I think <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean he puts he, he describes it as a you know women's institute for men but I like yours brilliant. I like yours the youth club yeah so because it will be you know it will be a shed it will have tools Guys it will have playing cards
0: playing um, dominoes listening to the football yeah. yeah no I think it's more practical I think
1: it is literally practical and, and it might well be that they that they pair up with with other ideas like there's a there's a repair cafe in town for example so it might be that they'll that you know that this was something i was chatting to him about that it could be that it will it will take on a bit of a role like that because you know quite often they sort of make things and sell things and there's you know just to try and finance it and i, and I think it's you know yeah he's got a he's got a site which i think not sure if I can say where it is yet so I better not. Put mm. it I'd love to get in touch with them though. Oh absolutely. Yeah, no I, I will put you in touch because yeah, be it will be an exciting initiative. Is, it's there just... are already some men's sheds around if, in in well in the rest of the country and indeed in the rest of the county, but there isn't one in Shrewsbury so yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yet.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, that'd be really good. Turn up with a microphone, sit down, chat to the guys, yeah. see what's going on. That'd be really yeah. good. Um, there, there is so much coming on though. I mean, like, uh, I, this week I've been so, so busy. I, um, I did. T- three interviews yesterday. I did the secret oh, wow. art exhibition and the radio with them today. Um, the next weekend, we've got the battle reenactment, the Battle yeah, of Shrewsbury, yeah. which is going on. Um, you should try and get yourself into that. It sounds very <laughs> amazing. It sounds really cool. There's going to be lots of people in chainmail and helmets swinging swords and it's the Battle of Shrewsbury reenactment. And then, um, um Matthew Howarth, who's who's running it, who messaged me last night. And I was like, the Scots are coming, the Scots are coming. So apparently people are coming down to play the Scottish. Uh, they're getting lots of people involved with stuff like that. Um, can I speak about um, being being a green politician? Yeah, because yeah. I, it doesn't intrigue me. Because I've, I explained to you my political stance when I walked in. I'm kind of like, if you're left, if you're right, just be decent. I'm kind of just in the middle, yeah. kind of like, let's just look after people, you know. Yeah. Um, when it, become, when it become a green politician, does that add extra sort of expectation on you? And, and can you do certain things that, you I don't know, maybe you're worried about how people might perceive you by doing a certain thing? You can't drive around in a Hummer because they'll be like, oh, how much to the gallon is that then? You know, yeah, sort of thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's it's
1: interesting that, isn't it? Because there, there does seem to be, um you know, we, so... Uh, what do we? What do we? What do people expect from a green politician? Yeah, I think they do expect us to be um, personally fairly green. Mm-hmm. I think that's true, um, which is reasonable. Yes, you know, and I think everybody um, should be you know, try try their best a a bit. You know, absolutely. But I think. But what's really been interesting is that is that the conversations that I have are not so much about oh do you drive then or you know then oh, do you, do you eat meat you know I don't get people don't do that. What they do is they say. I recycled this, or I have started doing this, or so people actually. I bought a wooden toothbrush the other day. <laughs> there you go. See, people take the opportunity to 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 celebrate their own sort of changes mm. in habits, as which which we all need to do. So that's great. So it, that, and that just opens up a conversation. So that's mm. that's fantastic. I mean, you know, these the personal personal habits are part of the story, but they're only they're only part of the story. You know, we've got so much that we have to do as a as a, you know from from the point of view of the government and and changing the way the industry does things and change you know changing the way we do transport and this all this that's that's why there's that's why the politics of it is so important but the personal stuff is is part of that and it's also part of what puts pressure on all those people you know you know I
0: mean the reason I ask is because obviously the way people think about politicians in general, and I'm sorry to all the politicians, yourself and all the politicians, it causes arguments on Facebook. People are like, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong. But then when you add on to something like the Green Party or something, you know, whenever I see a post of Extinction Rebellion, I'm not comparing you guys to Extinction Rebellion, but say something happens with them, it causes so much anger and animosity straight away. So I feel like add that plus politics, it just, it's like, it's a. it's the fuel, it's part fuel, yeah. fuel fire, you know, um, napalm. Poof, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. how is it? How is that for you? I mean, it's like you're putting a t- target on your back. Is this the right way of doing it? Oh, saying, describing that. Sorry, I'm struggling the words. No, no, I think I, I
1: do get you. I do get exactly. What I'm you trying mean. to say
0: it without being um, offensive. I'm trying not no, to be. I'm no, trying no, not, I think yeah.
1: I think the. Yeah, of course, there's. Of course, there's. The potential for rouse and you know social media is a great forum for that and because you're not looking at the, you know the whites of people's eyes people get get away with being much ruder on yes, social oh media. God, it's terrible. But, yeah. but i think you know actually when you meet people it's not like that and also i think that you know that there is a way of doing it which is which doesn't involve rouse it involves listening to people so you know uh, so, you know, you've asked me about the politics, so I'll talk about, you know, so so if, if I look at my area, for example, where I'm a councillor and I got I got re-elected in May and my majority went up. And I think that is because people know that I actually do listen and engage in conversation. And so, for example, we've got, um, you probably know there's this. I mean, the cones are really annoying at the moment, but we've got a, a little one-way scheme system down, down clock, by yeah. New Street oh, by, yeah. by the boathouse, and that that was something that that people down there had wanted actually well before I'd been been a councillor, or they'd wanted something, they'd wanted some safety measures. But exactly what it looked like, that came out of you know a huge amount of consultation and listening to people, and I think people felt listened to and mm-hmm. felt that they'd had a chance to have a say. And, and I do think that that's, you know, I do think that's, if you'd like, that's our brand, that's what green politicians try and do. So yes, we have solutions up our sleeves, we have things that we want to be doing, mm-hmm. that transform the world. But we also, you know, we think that those things are generally speaking, you know, actually improve people's lives. They're also about the long term future, they're about making sure that the, the planet doesn't destroy itself. But in the med- medium and short term, they actually also make our lives better and healthier. And so, as long as you engage with people and talk to them about that, and do it, you know, in detail, and and actually hear what people are saying, and don't just, you know, pretend to hear it, then you, then you don't get into that's those. That's the ideal those world. I think that's yeah.
0: the ideal world we all want to live in. And uh, you know, people that nay say to to any sort of green ideas on Facebook. Uh, by the way, I don't, I can't. I do look at some of the comments sometimes, but I can't respond because my name is attached to the biscuit. It's not worth it, right? But uh, so I I don't, I just don't get involved. But I mean, um, for example, the Shrewsbury Food Hub, right? If everybody was kind of like, oh, well, we're not doing this because we don't believe in it. If, yeah. if everybody was like that, then the Shrewsbury Food Hub wouldn't be doing what it's doing today, yeah, saving the amount of carbon that it saves yeah, yeah. And, and feeding people across Shrewsbury. Yeah, that's yeah. because people were open-minded and thought, actually, we'll stop and think about this for a second. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that, and anybody that does that, so, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hoodwink you, by, but oh, let's talk no, about no, politics. I don't like the, talking about politics, Honestly,
1: Yeah, well, I, I, I would have talked about politics the whole time if you
0: hadn't stopped me, <laughs> so it's probably good that you didn't, that we started with I usually music, stay away so. from it, but I'm like, I'm a politician who can't, <laughs> Not, not um is that has there been many um events that you've uh, people have come out to you and I know you're saying your diary's not massively yeah. full but is there any events people and you're going, oh, I can't go to that. Like you know um, like, Do you want to come watch yeah, the football are, with spoons with us I mean, you know? <laughs> uh,
1: there's 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 um there probably are a couple where I'm a bit unsure uh-huh. but you know because I'm unsure I don't really want to talk about them too much because mm. I've got to think it through and talk to yeah. other people. Yeah. Because you know as I say, I'm there I'm representing Shrewsbury, but you know, there are a couple of there are a couple of situations where, you know, actually I'll think, hang on a minute. Is that is that is that crossing a line for me personally? But you know, I, I think generally speaking I will I will do things, you know, because because I'm the mayor and, and I always I always knew that was the deal.
0: You're coming to you are coming to our event, aren't you? Yeah uh, the pot age thing um so we will see you there. Um, we'll do the same thing but we'll be live. Yeah. live and stream yard uh, from the whole world. I mean like I, 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 I'm feeling very optimistic about a 24-hour live podcast where people are going to be working, you know, yeah. uh, it would be fun. Um yeah, I mean that be, it's nice to be included in things. Have you tried your chains on yet, by the way? Have you been wearing Yeah, chains? yeah, so
1: so there's 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 two different chains, it turns out. There's the there's the sort of there's the everyday chain. I mean, it's still not obviously it's a Mary oral chain, so mm, it's not an everyday yeah. chain, but it, it's a bit lighter. Um and um and yes, yeah, so I've, I've used that one several times, but I haven't used the the really big ceremonial one in anger yet. That's just been for the photo shoot so far,
0: <laughs> and that's yeah, that's a much more substantial thing. Apparently, that
1: you know, that one
0: is kept somewhere very secure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine. I imagine. I like your stance on things. I really do. I mean, like, I imagine there's a lot of people. I've been waiting years and years and years to become the mayor, and they they, they splash out on these really expensive suits and. <laughs> they you know, a bit like what I was joking about earlier. Like I want, I want everything in the ceremony. I want this, that, and the other. Very down to earth. Yeah, I buy, I'll buy a suit from a charity shop. I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, I really like that because, yeah, that's the kind of that's how I would do it. I mean, to be fair there are people with money out there that probably do podcasts a lot better than I do. And I rock up with all this battered old kit that I've collected over the years <laughs> because that's the way I, I do things. You know, um, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you to ask you uh, to get involved with an event or yeah. to maybe put on a, an event to help out your cause with yeah. Ling and Davis, how would they get in touch with you?
1: So the easiest way is just to look for the Shrewsbury town council website. Mm. And then there's a, I think there's a contact the mayor sort of button on there somewhere but equally, you know, it, my details as a councillor, Julian Dean, is on is on the town council site. It's on the Shropshire Council site because on Shropshire Council as well as a town councillor, yeah. Um, and yeah, so that but probably the, the town council website is the best place to go because then there's the, one of the members of staff there, Carol. She helps out a lot, and um, you know, she she manages the diary a little bit, and um, mm. so so that's the best way to do it
0: amazing well you know i wish you the best of luck with this it looks Thank like you. you're gonna it looks like you're having fun already you know you just you know, yeah i take think it in so stride. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah the only yeah it's just a bit weird being called mr mayor by people that's still something i that's I, a I, I struggle strange, with that you know <laughs> i mean
0: i try short shorten my name as possible as short as possible it's al I'll just call me out i'll find just, just yeah. do that you know um what's the what's the thing you're looking forward to the most this year
1: I am looking forward to this music event. You know that's great. And then I've got a, my second sort of um, initiative is I'm going to do something. I'm gonna, I want to do a walking festival in the spring. Oh, so I, I'd already done something actually a couple of years ago. We'd we we i would started this thing called Big Town Walks, um, which which was about celebrating you know the walking routes um, in the town. So it wasn't you know going out off out to the hills. And it was really about trying to you know encourage people to enjoy walking about the town who aren't the normal sort of aren't the people who you know have walking boots hmm. it it didn't quite work it, i mean it was good it was nice but it didn't we didn't get enough people the publicity came out a bit late the routes were too long they were actually hmm. completely shattered by the end of the one i did <laughs> um so we need some shorter routes but there's lots of enthusiasm lots of people are saying yeah i'd love to help with that ling and davis are really excited about that idea as well so, um, I've got to do some work to get that together um and that hopefully will be in the spring, so I'm really looking forward to that
0: um yeah. like it's, it's a maze, isn't it? I remember I remember the first time. I'd only ever just walked on the main roads there and, and the first time I walked through town with Shane, my co-host, who's born and bred Shrewsbury. He was like, yeah. we're going to duck in here. We're going to go down here, down this little alleyway, through here, down this hill. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, where are you taking me? It was so scary. Absolutely. It was weird. Yeah, All the shuts yeah. and passages and stuff. It's so, yeah. so brilliant. Um, well, um, I'm going to tell people about the event that we've got coming up in September, which I've mentioned two times already. Yeah. Um, which is, um, okay, so Pod Aid, um, on the 29th of September at 9am, I'm going to go live with the Shoes of Biscuit. And we're not going to stop until 9 a.m. on the 30th, which is International Podcast Day. Uh, the guys at International Podcast Day are aware of what we doing in NNA, in LA, and they, they are going to be appearing on the show. Fantastic. Um, and we, so it's going to be 12 hours of the Shrewsbury Biscuit and 12 hours of YouSuck, US, UK, my other network that we're going to do. Um, uh, the Shrewsbury Biscuit schedule is filling up quite nicely. Um, we've got some people coming, great people coming for YouSuck as well. So a couple of celebrities. Um, But what we do need is sponsors. We're looking for, we're selling sponsored hours. Uh, Now, there's been a a bit of confusion because uh, when I first started selling these at £50 an hour minimum donation towards Lincoln Davis. But we had a meeting with our main sponsors, Reach, and they were like, that's peanuts. That's peanuts to a lot of companies, £100, and then £200 for prime time. So uh, I was like, £100, okay, we'll okay i feel i felt uncomfortable for selling that but uh 100 for 100 pounds what you get is you get an hour of uh this hour is brought to you by alex widely you know sort of thing and then we'll yeah. put your logos on the screen and that money all of it 100 percent of it will go to lincoln davis so if you do the maths people if we sell 24 hours at 100 pound how much are we making for lincoln davis that's 2400 pounds so that's an amazing chance to make some great money um so yeah you can get involved with us by hitting our website which is the uk. there is a contact us um, option on the on the uh, on the page there and that's made for us by our friends at web orchard and you can listen to all our audio on there as well everything's on there uh, we've done 40 minutes is there anything else you wanted to add is there any messages you wanted to tell the listeners any messages
1: um no i don't know
0: I don't, I don't think so
1: um no other than you know yeah it, i think If you've got something happening and you want a bit of a bit of publicity, I mean, obviously, come to you. Yes, but they can also come to me as mayor. So, so you know, if there's things happening that you think it would be nice to have the mayor along to, then please, please do get in touch.
0: Yes, and be kind, people. You know, I see, I see you on Facebook. I see you. I'm not commenting, but I see you. (laughs) Lots of animosity on the Shropshire Star and and, on, you know, you from Shrewsbury when. You know that group there, I love that group, they're great people, but I see that negativity. Be positive, do something good today. I mean, I did an, an interview with uh, Richard Smith, um, who's a, an ex teacher, yeah. um, and he's doing this thing called the 30 minutes 30 minutes of good. It's called, and it's on um, the idea is you go to the website, and there's all these challenges of doing these things for like 30 minutes yeah. a day. Yeah. Yeah. So, research on how to do animal rescue, and then you learn about animal rescue. Yeah. Or- yeah do make a bit of music or you know all these things that's all positive stuff so let's do positive i think things.
1: that's right i think the you know the, the again one of the things that we've seen this last year has been incredible mutual aid you know mm. that i we i was involved in setting up a mutual aid you know facebook group in in frankwell with along with actually tim who i mentioned earlier from saint george's church and several other people and you know it was huge. Loads of people signed up and 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 volunteered to help out. And then then some other people set one up in Copthorne, which had loads of people. And I know there
0: were others as well. You know, there's I think Jamie Russell, who I area. spoke to, is a local author. Jamie, Jamie Russell, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: No, just so Jamie, yeah. Jamie's, um, yeah, he's a, he's he's an ally of mine. He's yeah. yeah. I uh, spoke to him yesterday, just yeah, yesterday. The one. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, he's a great guy. It's really funny. We we. Uh... <laughs> We were chatting to each other for about 40 minutes until we recognised each other. Our kids go to taekwondo <laughs> together. I was like, oh my God, you're the guy from taekwondo. So, like, oh my God, I didn't know you were the biscuit Brilliant. guy. You know, it was really funny. So
1: his, his book came out yesterday, didn't
0: it, I think? Is that right? Skywake, yeah. I, yeah. Think, um, I think, I can't I don't know the release date. I should do. I should do really. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty
1: sure the official release date was yesterday. Uh, but yeah, we, no, we interviewed
0: him um, and it was a really cool interview. But I took up this uh, this little bit, I called it, the... Um, uh, jamie russell path and it's because i my mind just melted i was talking about carl jones from Sh- shropshire business magazine yeah and i was like oh so speaking to carl jones who's a movie critic from um <floppingly>, but <accessibility> my mind just melted like li- like right there and i thought i'm gonna take that out and have some fun with that because i like to be really honest with my audio just show people that i'm, I'm a bit of an idiot really you know just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to make this as it is. Um, you've been amazing to speak to. So, I mean, thank you so much for inviting me here today. You're you welcome. Know. Um, and, um, if I see you about, I might, sh- I may shove a microphone in your face. Just be prepared for that. Okay, you know, then. the shoes of biscuit tends to be everywhere at the moment. And, guys, you know, if you do have an event coming up and you do want the mayor involved or the shoes of yeah. biscuit, get in touch with either of us. You know, we'll, we'll bump into each other again, guaranteed Absolutely. this year congratulations on becoming the mayor and i hope you have a great year
1: thank you yeah and looking forward to your to your 24-hour gig
0: um you, you're coming quite early on i think it's like 2 p.m i think you're coming or something like that i think right yeah. um possibly early on. i can't remember the time so we have a live thing but you're coming on early on i mean if you're coming at like night 8 a.m the next morning you might get a different <laughs> version of alex like just get a suit sit down it's fine you know. um thank you very much uh, and listeners make sure you tune in next time and uh, tell people about the Shoes Biscuits it's doing great things around the town uh, we'll catch you next time peace out